I praise the Lord for these services. Amen. He has been praised. Thanksgiving has been offered up to Him in word, in music, and the preaching of His Word. I believe He's been glorified in each day of these meetings. And I feel blessed to have been enabled to be here for all of it. Amen. Amen. I'd like to say this at the beginning. If you're here without Christ, you're unsaved. You're dead in trespasses and sins. And I exhort you to come to Christ. Yeah. Repent. Amen. Turn from your sins. Amen. Turn to God. By faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. And His shed blood. All men are searching for something. Whether you're saved and a child of God, or whether you're lost, unsaved, you're searching for something. Some searching for wealth, saved and unsaved. Some are searching for fame and fortune, saved and unsaved. Some are seeking peace and contentment. Saved and unsaved. The saved hand ought to be seeking peace and contentment. They have peace with God. But if they're seeking peace and contentment, they don't have the peace of God. There's a difference between the two. I ask you this morning, what are you seeking? What are you searching for? What am I searching for? Turn with me to the book of the Psalms. In chapter number 27. Psalms 
number 27. Let's begin reading with verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. And now our text verse. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. David, of course, is the writer of this psalm. And we know that that's under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That is, that God breathed upon him to pen these words. What was it that he was searching for? What was it that he was seeking it wasn't any earthly object. It wasn't wealth. It wasn't fame. It wasn't fortune. It wasn't, it wasn't peace and contentment. By wealth, we equate that with silver and gold. He wasn't seeking for those things. His desire was to dwell, to sit down, to remain, to abide in the house of the Lord. Amen. Is that my desire? Is that my longing? Amen. Is that what consumes me? Is that what consumes you? Amen. To dwell in the house of the Lord. Turn to the 84th Psalms. Psalms 84. This was a song written to the chief musician for the sons of Korah. Doesn't say who the writer was. I believe it was a psalm of David. But whether that is so or no matters not. Notice the psalmist longing here. Notice what he says. How amiable. How 
how lovely, how beloved are thy tabernacles, the, the, the dwelling place of the Lord, the, the property of the Lord. Amen. O Lord of hosts. Notice verse 2. My soul longeth. I gotta, I gotta put this in too. Notice the tense of the verb. Notice the eth on the end. The the new and modern translations, they drop off the eth or the th, and they just add s. And s doesn't doesn't depict the the tense of this verb. Anytime you see the ETH or TH or EST, it's, it's noting a, an ever-present continual Amen. action. Amen. It, was, it was yesterday, it's today, and it's forever. <laughs> and this, he says, my soul longeth, yea, even fainteth a continual longing and a continually continue the word fainteth me or consume being consumed he was consumed with this longing for the courts of the Lord for the property of the Lord for the, the fenced in property of the Lord as men put up fences to border their property, and that's their dwelling place. That is their domain. It's what he's referencing. The dwelling place of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. There again, continual crying out for, for the Lord. You see, that's why he had that ever-consuming longing for the house of the Lord, for the courts of the Lord, for the dwelling place of the Lord, because it was there that he would see the Lord. Amen. Do we realize that the Lord meets with his people? Amen. In his assembly? In his body? In his church, do we have that ever continual longing, consumption, consuming us to see God? Amen. And we see him in his house, in his dwelling place. Look at verse 10. In the same chapter. For a day in thy courts, he says, is, is better than a thousand. A thousand days elsewhere, spent elsewhere. Amen. And I think, I think it has reference to, to the tents of the wicked. Because let's read on. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand 
I had rather be a doorkeeper, a lowly position in the, in the house of the Lord with the lowliest of responsibilities in the house of the Lord Amen. than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Is that our consuming desire? Amen. To be in the house of the Lord because we want to see God. Amen. We want to see the Lord. You see, he desired fellowship. He desired companionship. He desired communion with, with God. And when, when His assembly meets together, the Lord said He'd be there with them. Where two or three, even as small as two or three, it's His assembly and He's with them. Amen. Do you want to be in that assembly? When every time they meet? Do you have a consuming longing desire to be there? Because the Lord's going to be there. And it's the Lord's people that are assembling. He begged for this. His desire. It means it means he means he asked for it. He he begged for it. He sought this. What are we seeking? He sought this because he was reconciled to God. Saved are reconciled to God. They're put at peace with God. The unsaved, I can understand why the unsaved don't want to come to the house of the Lord. They'd rather be somewhere else. Because they're at enmity with God. They don't desire the things of God. But 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 18 says. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ. You see, we're reconciled to God by God through Jesus Christ. <coughs> Come to Christ if you haven't been reconciled yeah. to God. Come to Christ. Amen. I exhort you. Amen. I beg you. Come to Christ. You just heard an excellent message. Uh, an excellent gospel message on Jesus Christ. What will you do with Jesus? That is the most important question that you will ever be asked in your lifetime. Yep. What will you do with Jesus? He sought the house of the Lord because he loved the company of God. 
First John chapter 4 and verse 19. We love Him. Why? Because He first loved us. I've worked with people. I've talked to people. Oh, how they love Jesus. And oh, how they're looking for Jesus to come back. Well, you know what Jesus told His church? If you love me, keep my commandments. And these people, they love Jesus. They love Him so much and looking for Him to come back. But they do not do what He commands. Preached a message in our church recently. Faith. You have faith? Faith obeys. Faith, faith is obedient. If you're not obedient, you don't have faith. Faith obeys. We just read Psalms 84 too. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Most of you know this psalm, I'm sure. I love it. Psalm 42, verse 1. As the heart, as the deer panteth, there again, the, the ever continual present tense of the verb panteth after the water brooks. So my panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I when shall I come and appear before God? That's what his desire was. That's what he was panting after. That's what he was thirsting after. To appear before God. <laughs> what happened to all the people that were here the last two days? I know they had other, their own church they had to be in this morning and so forth. I'm sure some that were here for the first two services this morning left at the intermission. Where'd they go? They have enough? <laughs> the psalmist couldn't get enough of God. Amen. Couldn't get enough of the things of God. He, 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 you get the impression that he couldn't wait to appear before God. Right. I ask you again, what are we searching for? What, is, what are we longing for? What are we panting after? What are we thirsting after? You see, he sought 
this because he had a resemblance to God. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians in chapter 15. First Corinthians chapter fifteen and verse forty seven. The first man is of the earth earthy as Adam. The second man is the Lord from heaven, as is the earthy. Every man is after their father Adam. They're earthy. They also that are, are earthy. And as is the heavenly, those who are after Christ, after the Lord, they also are heavenly. <laughs> we say that we're in Christ. We say that we love Christ. We love the Lord. How is our walk? Do we have a prosperous walk? That is, walking in the ways of the Lord, obeying the commandments of the Lord. Another thing, do we read a passage of Scripture and it's black and white and we obey it? Or do we read a passage of Scripture or do we start making excuses? Do we try to water it down? Oh, there's a lot of that goes on today. Well, secondly, moving on. We see in this verse why he saw it. Saw this. There was at least two reasons he saw it. He said, to see his beauty. To see his splendor. To see His grace, His, his kindness, His pleasantness. Amen. You see, He had experienced the grace of God. He had experienced the kindness and, and pleasantness of God. Amen. That's something to rejoice in. Amen. That's something to seek more of. 
Psalms chapter 48, verse 2 says, beautiful for situation. That is, beautiful for elevation. And it's a graceful elevation. Beautiful for elevation. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion. On the sides of the north, the city of the great king. You see, Jerusalem's head on Mount Zion. The hill of the Lord. The city of the Lord. And, and from Jerusalem, well, the ark of God dwelt it, was carried to Jerusalem. And then the, the temple sat there at Jerusalem. God's dwelling place was said to be God's dwelling place. Well, that was replaced with His church. The fir His first church, the church He established was there at Jerusalem. And it was set forth out into all the world. It's the joy of the whole world has gone out from Mount Zion. Beautiful. For elevation. The Song of Solomon, chapter 5 and verse 16. I believe it's the church speaking there. Picture of the bridegroom and his church. As this church speaking it says in verse 16 in chapter 5, his mouth is most sweet. Yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved, and this is my friend. Oh, daughters of Jerusalem. <laughs> Jesus Christ altogether lovely? Amen. To you this morning? Is he your friend? Oh, you see, to me, he's, he's a great friend. He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Amen. I'll just say this. Brothers and sisters in Christ might, may let you down. I may let you down. By God's grace, I won't. Amen. But he'll never let you down. Amen. There's great beauty in his person. He is the perfection of beauty. He's the perfection of loveliness. He's the perfection of splendor and grace and kindness and pleasantness. Psalm chapter 50 and verse 2 said, Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty. God hath shined out of Zion. Just mentioned how that the gospel went forth. The gospel was committed to his church. And it went forth from Jerusalem, from Mount Zion. 
in all the world. And it continues to go forth from His church into all the world today. He's fairer than the children of men. Psalms 45 and verse 2 tells us He's more glorious than the angels in heaven. Psalms chapter 8 and verse 5 says, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. <laughs> the Lord was crowned with glory and honor. Not the angels. The Lord was. There's great beauty. In His character. Amen. He's holy. Amen. He's merciful. He's powerful. He's full of grace Amen. and truth. That's right. Full of grace and truth. John chapter 1 verses 16 and 17 tell us that grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Right. He's full of it. Think about that. He poured His grace out on me. Does He have any less? If, if I had a glass of water sitting here and I poured it out on a little bit out on my wife, give her a little bit of it, I'd, I'd have room to put more in it. But not Christ. He pours some out and it's still full. Pours some out and it's still full. He pours it out on all His people. And still, He's still full of grace and truth. Amen. He pours His grace out on us. He pours His truth out on us. Oh. Does this make Him very lovely to you? Amen. He is a... Hebrews chapter 1, verse two, 3 tells us that he's, he's the brightness of God's glory. <laughs> yeah. Read in Revelation chapter 21, and there's no more need for the, the sun and the moon's light to shine because he is the light <laughs> of the city. Well, John 8, 12 tells us He's the light of the world. <laughs> yes, He's going to be the light in, in, in the new heaven and new earth. Amen. Hebrews 1, 3 says He's the express image. He's, he's the stamped image. Stamped in stone. He's the stamped image of God. because He is God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Right. Verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Right. Oh, and now we know for a fact the Word was the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Son of God. There's great beauty in His work as prophet. 
priest and king. This is a beauty that never fadeth. He never fades in beauty. Amen. Human forms, pleasures, possessions, gold, silver. No, they will fade. They will wither. They will pass away. First Peter one. Verse 24 tells us, For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. What did John 1 1 say? <laughs> He's the Word. <laughs> he endures forever. And His words endure forever. Amen. Hebrews 1 11 tells us that these present heavens and earth which were created by Him. shall perish. They shall fall away. But He, Thou, the Lord Jesus Christ, He remains. Is He your constant? Is He your constant in life? Is He your longing? Your craving? Your desire? To see Him. Oh, see His beauty. Then secondly, the psalmist said in verse 4, to inquire. The word inquire means to to search out. To consider His temple. Again, another word for His dwelling place, where He's at. His property. His domain. You see, we come into the house of the Lord to search Him out. To consider Him. Do you desire to search Him out? To know more of Him? I desire to know more of Him. I desire to, as Peter said, grow in grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. It was privileged to pastor Brother Artis France for a number of years before he passed on. Been saved nearly 70 years, pastored and preached the Word of God for 60 plus years. He used to say, if I know one-tenth, one-tenth of what's in that book, I'll be doing good. 
if I know one can. In other words, he said, all these years and I don't know it all yet. <laughs> but boy, when he was able, he had worn a, a, a path and right where he sat, where his feet sat in his pew. He was there. He, the psalmist was an anxious inquirer seeking the truth of God mm-hmm. from God's own lips. Right. The Word of God has been preached these last few days. Amen. You can consider it having come from His own lips. Amen. Christ is the great teacher come from God. Matthew chapter 11, my time's up. He said, take my yoke and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly. You see, we need to learn to be humble. And to be tender and compassionate. Kind. Loving. Jesus Christ teaches us how to do that. You see. Ah, he sought this one thing. (laughs) He sought it earnestly. He sought it determinately. He sought it successfully. If we seek that. If we'll seek, search the house of the Lord, to, to sit down in the house of the Lord, to remain there, to abide there all the days of our lives because we desire to see Him. Yeah, amen. We'll be successful. We'll see Him. Brother Hill. Amen. Thank you, brother.